Hello, friends. Today's podcast is sponsored by One Carrot a Day, an online studio where feeling better is achievable and sustainable. One Carrot a Day works with the yoga practice applied to nutrition, a mindful approach that can be life changing. The thing is that when it comes to healthcare, prices are sometimes prohibitive. At One Carrot a Day, top professionals strive for inclusion from all angles. Hello, friends, and welcome to an all-new episode of Heartful Consciousness. Today, my guest is Ana Ramirez, and she's one of our lovely MVP students. Uh, She was actually the former student of the month in November. Um, So we get a little time to talk with her about her journey with yoga and what she's up to now. All right, so hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll check in with you on the other side. So welcome, Anna. For uh, welcome to Heartfelt Consciousness. Um, so how are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm I'm so glad that you invited me. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. So would you mind actually telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe what brought you to yoga? Yeah. Well, oof. <laughs> it might be a long story. That's okay. <laughs> That's what we're here. <laughs> I'm going to do this short version. Uh, well, I am a graphic designer, but I am also a Zumba instructor and recently graduated from MVP, a 200-hour yoga teacher. I love everything about fitness, about wellness, about empowering women. So how do I came into yoga? It all started like a few years back when I, I had a normal job and then uh, they tell me that I don't need they told me that they don't need me anymore mm-hmm. so then I was in this kind of depression state that I was sad because I was feeling that I was not worthy and that I was doing like a bad job so then I started a, in at home I was looking for a job but at the same time I was feeling that okay I need to do something in the mornings to to bring me on because I cannot stay at home forever and waking up late and doing nothing. So then I found that in front of my home, there was a gym Mm -hmm. that they offer uh, some uh, classes. So I went there and then they told me that there's this weight area and then some group fitness classes. So when I saw the weight area, I was like, no, this is not for me. It's (laughs) intimidating. (laughs) You you know, everybody, it's like so strong and so it's, yeah, there's a lot of noise coming from that area sometimes too. It's a lot of grunting, like, oh, you know, like lifting weights. That's at least my experience as well. You kind of get a little intimidated um, with the with the the people that happen to be working out over there. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Yeah, and everybody's so into it and, and, and so there and just like, okay, I, I, I'm not doing this. And then they told me that there's this a class called Zumba and it's about dancing and it's about a just moment. Mm-hmm. So then I love dancing. I have all my life, I have been loving dancing. So I say, okay, let's try it. How hard can be? It's just dance. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went to this first class and it was horrible because everybody was in the right and I was on the left and it was a mess for me. And I was like, okay, this is not so hard, but I have to try it again. 
And what motivated to try it again is because the instructor, she was so amazing and she was so full of energy and she was, she was perfect. And so then I, I started to came into, to go into the, her class and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So then later I found a job and found that I love fitness because before that I, I didn't like to do exercise at all. Mm. I was that generic girl that just books and books and books and no exercise. So then fast forward, <laughs> now uh, COVID happened. So then I was at home working uh, at home and I had a little bit of more time in my in my hands and I was... I took a course about social entrepreneurship and I decided to start a project to help women uh, to, to not fear to do exercise, mm-hmm. to spread this empowerment that, that we have through exercise. So I have this Zumba and I have other, I, I also have a group fitness instructor. So I have this, this background. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to use this background and to help women to do exercise and to feel good with themselves and with their body because you don't have to have like the perfect fitness body to go to the gym and to start doing exercise right and what I want to to say is that no matter what you do you just have to do it and enjoy it mm-hmm. so then I started like saying okay what else can I do to help empower women and then I found yoga <laughs> <laughs> all the classes that I have taken uh, with yoga it has been uh, online and the classes that I had took on at the gym, they were a little bit difficult because my first yoga class, I, I think I told you before, my first yoga class, it, it was just so boring for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also it was this class at nine o'clock in the, in the afternoon at night. And I was so tired. So I don't know, for me, it was boring because I was expecting this uh, practice when you were moving, like a more like a power yoga than you see everywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about all the background that yoga comes and all the philosophy. So for me, yoga was just movement and just the nice little cute pictures that you see. Yeah, all the poses and the asana. That's quite a journey. So you literally went from um, just kind of teaching and just kind of guiding women to for a nice trying to uh, support them in their practices, whatever they happen to be with exercise. So when you, um, when you actually like, when you actually left that class and you're kind of like, eh, this isn't for me, what actually turned you on? What actually brought you then to, to my vinyasa practice and deciding to study it? Oh, well, later <laughs> I took another class, but that was so difficult for me because it was, I think it was an advanced class. Oh, so we were doing these things on the wall and I was like scared that I was just to break my name. <laughs> <laughs> but the teacher was so, she was so enthusiastic also. And she was explaining, she took the time to, to follow me through the position and all of that. But what really brought me, it's that, I don't know, maybe I had inside that little seat because I had been studying Buddhism Mm. Uh, meditation uh, for some years back so I think I have always that seed inside of me but I never discovered it until now that I had the time to do it mm-hmm. and I have also uh, with the project that I started to empowering women I do interviews uh, on Instagram live and one of the interviews that I made about it was a girl that she's a yoga therapist ah so it was a really powerful a conversation that I had with her because I didn't know anything about uh, yoga therapy. 
So you start talking about what's yoga, the philosophy, what's yoga therapy. And I was like, okay, I need to know more about it because this is just amazing. And I actually started some sessions with her mm -hmm. because I was curious about, okay, this sounds amazing, but what is yoga therapy like in, in, in life? How can I experience it? Mm -hmm. I started some sessions with her and it was amazing. So she was like one of those first yoga teachers that really introduced me to yoga. And I'm so grateful for that. And then I got curious and curious and curiouser. So I, I just started searching for schools and I do a lot of research. <laughs> so I found that my, my vinyasa practice, I think it was the best because there's a lot of benefits. You, you have all the time access mm -hmm. and you can do it at your own pace. But what I really stuck with me is that the community. I, I just love this community. Everybody's so welcoming and so empowering and everybody's here to support you. And I don't think you can have this in other schools. I don't know, but this one, it, it was just amazing. And I'm so happy and so grateful for it. Yeah, and we're happy to have you, of course, as well. Um, so now that you've kind of had this, um, you, how do you actually take what you've discovered with yoga off the mat like how are you using it like in your day-to-day -day? well for me it was because I had this Buddhism teachings and mm -hmm. this part of the meditation but I I actually never tie in with a physical practice mm. so for me discovering that you can mix both and actually that's that's the goal in yoga it was for me like mind-blowing I mean mm -hmm. For other people, it's so easy, but for me, it was like, oh my god, how how I didn't. It was like your I was like your aha moment. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can do this. <laughs> yeah. It was like wow. So then, when you when you study the eight limbs in yoga and you study all this uh, moral ethical practice and how do you behave yourself with the world, it's 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 yeah, mind blowing. And mm -hmm. I I love everything about being kind, about being supportive, about helping others, but also how this also reflects on you because the more you help others, the more you help yourself. Right, right. The way I say it, like helping others, helping you and being kind to others, also being kind to you. So That's think, a beautiful way to put that. Yeah, I love that. Um, so kind of thinking about, um, really, I kind of ask this question to everyone and I feel like it, it's always a very, it's a very different answer for everybody. Um, so what do you feel was the most valuable lesson from over the last year, particularly over the pandemic? Um, you know, everyone had different experiences and we're in different spaces and, you know, we're all in different places in the world too. So there might've been issues with, um, and I know you're in Canada, I'm in the U S and there was of course, like all kinds of lockdowns all, all, all the time. So what do you think was the most valuable lesson that you pulled from that? It's a really beautiful question. And I think also complicated. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I actually was thinking about my answer, but the first thing that came to my mind, it's time and the value of time, because we always say, okay, I will do this tomorrow, or I will do this next year, and now I don't have time, and with COVID, we have, in some way, we stop, and then we have that time to do stuff, so... Mm -hmm. The value of time, the value of don't wait until things get better. 
don't wait until everything is open. Don't wait until you feel that you can do it now because that's not true. You, you should do it now and don't be afraid. Just jump in and do the stuff. And if you make a mistake, it's okay because you will grow and you will learn. And yeah, I think value of time, it's, it's something that it, it's, it's really important. And because we don't see our family and friends right now. Right. Also, when we see them and we, we spend that time with them, it's more valuable because we didn't have the option before and during these two years. Right. So yeah. That's I'm, still, I'm still don't go uh, back home. So that's why I think value of time it because when I go when 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 I'm planning to go I will just maximize that time. It's yeah, take, it, take advantage of as, as much as you can. That's 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 pretty awesome, and that's actually probably one of the most different answers I think I've ever received too. But anyway, well, um, Anna, thank you so much again for taking the time here. Your energy has been awesome. Um, I enjoy seeing you in class as well. So. Uh, thank you for your time here and um, be well. Thank you so much. And I just want to say that you're doing a wonderful job Aww. with your podcast. It, it's just amazing. And I enjoy it so much. And well, thank you for being a guest. Awesome. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Anna. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends. Mm-hmm.